So yesterday we started Reish Memhe and we saw the Machlokas between the Rambam and the Rush. Um, everyone agrees in a case where the stipulation was made at the very beginning of the partnership that the non-Jews in charge of Saturday and all prophets made then will go to the non-Jew and the Jew says, Kneged that, I'll be in charge of Tuesday. Everything made on Tuesday goes to me. So in, in reality, they're only partners for five days out of the week. If this stipulation was made at the very beginning of the establishment of their partnership, then everyone agrees it's a heter gomor, it's mutter to have the business open on Shabbos with the non-Jew running the show. The machlokis was in a case where they formed the business together, they never made any stipulation, and now they're coming to divide the profit, can they divide it equally? So the Rambam was of the opinion that it's usr, and likely there are two different problems here. Problem number one is Amir Lakam. Because we're viewed and because we are partners in the entire business, everything I do, I'm doing for myself and for you, and vice versa. So for the non Jew working on Shabbos, well, the Jew was home and saying Kiddush and learning and davening, but we view that as the non Jew doing malacha for the Jew. That's a mir lakum. You can't benefit from money that was made through a mir lakum like we saw at the end of Reish Mem Gimel. And the second issue would be Schar Shabbos, that if you're taking money that was made on Shabbos, that would be a violation of Schar Shabbos. So the sheet of the Rambam was that it's Aser. The Rush, though, comes along and he feels that it's Mutter. And we'll have to see why it's Mutter, according to the Rush. But the Mechaber Paskins like the Rambam, and now the Ramok comes along and he says, Even if there was no condition, and they're just splitting it stam without making any deals or arrangements. And that's the sheet of the rush. So says the Ramah, It appears to me that you could rely on this opinion. The Ramah continues, and he says, Some say this whole discussion is only where um, the partners switch off days. I work Sunday, you work Monday. But when the partners are working together all throughout the week, but on Shabbos only the non-Jew is at the store, then you can split all of the profit. Because we view the malacha done by the any Yehudi on Shabbos is for himself. And the Jew is not benefiting, even though he really is, what the Ramah means to say here, and we'll see this explained in the Mishnah Mura, is that it's not considered direct benefit. Because the non-Jew is doing the malacha because he's getting profit from this, and the Jew has no official responsibility to be working on Shabbos. And so the, what the Ramah is saying is like this. Maybe the whole concern of having your non-Jewish partner run the store when you're not there is when usually we take turns. Then whenever I'm doing the work, it's viewed as I'm doing it for me and for you. And when you're doing the work, you're doing it for yourself and for me. But if we're always there together, and then on Shabbos, that's the one day I'm never there and you are, we don't view it as you're doing the malacha for me. You're doing it for yourself like you always do. 
And of course, I'll benefit from it because there's more money coming in and eventually we'll, eventually we'll split that money. Says the Ramadan, So granted, you're getting out of the problem of Amir La'akum, that we don't view the non-Jew doing Molochah for you, but the other problem is Char Shabbos, and therefore the Ramah says, this would only be mutter if you're not getting just the income from Shabbos, but you're getting it together with other days as well. Uh, let's take a look at the Mishnah Bura Sifkat and Ches. Stam. What does that mean, they split it Stam? Hainu, Shabishas Chalukah Lo Hizkir Lo Yisrael Es Shabbos Lomar. That when they're dividing the money, the Jew doesn't mention anything about Shabbos. He doesn't say that you'll take what you deserve for Shabbos and I'll take what I deserve for working all of Tuesday. They just split it down the middle. And also it's talking about a case where they never said originally, You work on Shabbos and I'll work my own day during the week. The only case here where the rush would be mekel is where there is never a conversation, the Jew never asks his non-Jewish partner to work on Shabbos. It's just clear, he knows that you're not going to be in the store on Shabbos, so he chooses to run the store. Because if this was not the case, if there was a conversation about arranging him to be there on Shabbos, then even the Rush would say this is Aser. Because then you're revealing your mindset that he's your Shliach on Shabbos, and you're working on his behalf during the week. Because originally, since you're partners, you both bear the responsibility of the business, and therefore everything you do is really for each other. So the only heter of the rush is where there is no conversation about him working Shabbos and you working Tuesday. Vidan, you should know. This whole discussion and this whole leniency of making a Tanai in the beginning, where if it's done right, even the Rambam would agree, that's only where the Jew and the non-Jew are partners in the item itself in the bathhouse that we're charging people to use, in the oven that we're allowing people to use, and we're getting money from that. But if the non-Jew didn't have any share, any ownership in the tanner itself, rather you made a deal that he'll run the tanner for you, and he'll get 10% of all the revenue. So, Some say that even if you made a stipulation when you established the partnership, and you said, You're running the oven, all the money made on Shabbos, I want you to take, and I'll be in charge of one day during the week. That still wouldn't work. The Kevin Shagufa Tanner who shall Yisrael, because the Jewish partner owns the entire Tanner, al Shabbos. We view it as if he's renting out his Tanner to the non Jew, that he could use it on Shabbos to make money. And because of the money the non Jew is paying him to use the Tanner, 
So the Jewish owner says, and I'm going to take one day during the week and work for you. That's how we view it. And therefore, there would not be a violation of a mere lakum, because this would be very similar to the case of the Oris we had in Reish Mem Gimel, where I say, please work my field, and uh, you'll take you know, a quarter or a third of everything you produce, that's pretty much the same scenario here. He's working for the share that he'll be getting for himself. So there's no real Amir Lakum, but there would be a problem of Schar Shabbos. I, the person who owns the Tanner, I'm making money from what you're doing on Shabbos. The Magan of Ram says, better to be Machmir like this opinion, and therefore with Paskin, the only time this stipulation of the condition works where he is taking responsibility for Shabbos and I'm taking responsibility for a weekday is only when we both have a share in the property itself. However, this would only be a problem when I own the entire thing and you're working for me and getting a percentage of the revenue. That's only when I'm not taking this Schar Shabbos Bahavla. But if we make the deal where I tell the baker, you could take it for two or three days, and then I'll take it for two or three days. Then this would work if the stipulation was made in the beginning of the partnership. Because again, there's no Amir Lakum here. He's doing the Malacha for himself. The only problem is Schar Shabbos. I'm making money from Shabbos, but it's Bahavlah where I'm getting money from other days as well, that would be permissible. And some were of the opinion that if you're doing it like this, where it's a real havla, you're having it for a few days and I'm having it for a few days, there wouldn't, there wouldn't even be a need for a condition. Okay, Sifkatin Tess. Biyomo. So the Ramah said that maybe this whole problem of having the non-Jew run the business on Shabbos is only if the partners take turns, and therefore we view their malacha as somewhat of a shlichus on behalf of the other partner. Since the Jew is doing one full day by himself for both of them, so when the non-Jew is working on Shabbos, he's also doing it for both of them. And that's why there's a need for the Tanai. And the same thing would apply if a non-Jew gives money to a Jew to do work for him during the week. And then on Shabbos they would trade off and the non-Jew would do work for the Jew. In that case, it would be usher for the Jew to accept money from that which was made on Shabbos. Unless they made this stipulation in the very beginning, where he says, I will never have any responsibility for work that happens on Shabbos. This is not the case. As long as you could view it, and this is the, the major theme throughout this simon so far, as long as you could view the malacha that the non-Jew is doing on Shabbos 
as it's being done on behalf of the Jew as well, that's an Isser of Amir La'akum, and there's no way to avoid that. That's Asr. It's only through making this condition where the Jew is removing that day of the week totally from his responsibility, then we view his Malacha as a Daita the Nafshe, there's no Isser of Amir La'akum. All right, Sifkat and Yud. So the Ramah quoted the opinion that maybe the whole problem of the non-Jew running the business is only when they switch off days, but if they work together during the week, then the non-Jew continuing to run the store on Shabbos would not be problematic. Because he's doing it bishvil chelko for the chelik, for the portion that he's getting. And this is very similar to the case of an oris, where there's no Amir Lakum, Kanam Beresh, Simon Resh Mem Gimel. The Kaven Shulokeach Beperos Ovid Daitalinafshe, since he's taking from the fruit, so he's doing it for his portion. Vechelika Yisrael Nishbach Memela. And of course the Jew is benefiting as well, but that's Memela, that's happening through his Malacha, that's not the intent of his Malacha. Vahua Din Khan, the same thing is true here. There the only problem was Maras Ayin. Because people would say, oh, I bet the Jew is hiring the non-Jew as a Shir Yom. Vikan like a Maras Ayin. But here, there's no Maras Ayin like we've established. Because they know that the non-Jew is a part owner. So they're not going to assume that he's a Shir Yom of the, of the Jew. Sivkata and Yudalif, Dana Yisrael Nana, Ratzalomer. What does that mean? The Jew's not gaining. Of course, he's gaining if the non-Jew is working the store on Shabbos. So Ratzalomer, it means to say, the Hanosahu Rak His pleasure, his benefit, is something that just happens to be. But the non-Jew is not doing the work for the Jew to give him the, the benefit. Because they made the stipulation, or in this case, because they usually work together and the Jew never comes in on Shabbos, so that's not his responsibility. Therefore, we don't view the malacha performed by the non-Jew as doing so on the, uh, on the Jew's behalf. Because during the week, they heat up the oven together. And in Shabbos, the En Yehudi cannot force him to work together with him, and therefore, we view the Malacha as a Daitel Nafsheh. Yud base. So although there's no Amir Lakum, the problem would still be Schar Shabbos, and the way to avoid Schar Shabbos is taking the money Bahavlo. Otherwise, we would have this problem of Schar Shabbos. So it comes out, the Machlokis, the Rambam, and the Rush, it seems like everyone agrees, even the Ramah, that L'Charchila, the best thing to do is make the stipulation at the beginning of the establishment of the partnership and make it very clear that we're not partners for Shabbos, that's your day, and Tuesday is my day, we're only partners for five out of the seven days of the week. In that case, the non-Jew can continue running the business on Shabbos, there'd be no violation of Amir L'Akum, there'd be no violation of Schar Shabbos, and there'd be no Marasayan. In a situation where they never made a condition in the beginning of the partnership, and now this business has been going on for a while, and the partners are coming to divide the, uh, the revenue, 
So the Mechaber would say, at this point, you have to make it very clear that the non-Jew will take every dollar that was made on Shabbos, and the Jew can't have anything of that. The other six days of the week, they'll split evenly. And the Rush tells us that they're allowed to split evenly. They can't mention anything about the non-Jew having Shabbos obligations and the Jew taking a day of the week. But as long as they're just splitting it without mentioning Shabbos, that would be okay according to the Rush. And the Ramel Paskins that perhaps at Gadol, you could rely on the, the sheet of the Rush. Uh, we saw from the Mishnah Mura Sikhat and Ches that the stipulation only works when both partners have a share in the item or the property itself. If the Jew owns the property and the non-Jew is only working for him, um, although he might be getting some of the money made, then the stipulation does not work. All right, so we'll continue tomorrow with Sif Base.